Coming up, the Knicks' win streak comes to an end, and Chris Middleton picks up the slack for the Bucks. This is Locked On Game to Game, NBA. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NBA, local experts going over the biggest stories on the hardwood. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The Knicks have been playing some really inspired basketball lately. They got a couple of big statement wins over the Celtics. They had a nine-game winning streak going, but that all came to an end last night. The Charlotte Hornets, of all teams, were the ones that snapped it. Locked On Knicks is in to explain what went down. New York Knicks fall 112 to 105 to the Charlotte Hornets. I'm Gavin Shaw here with you on the Locked On Knicks podcast on a night where Julius Randle just absolutely did not have it. Finished this game shooting five for 17 from the floor. This felt like a failure by Tom Thibodeau to properly utilize his bench. Obi Toppin only played 13 minutes. And look, Obi didn't really play particularly well, shooting just one for four from three. But I'm sure like many of us, um, I wonder if in larger minutes he could be used more in the way he was used when he was the national player of the year back in college as a rim runner, someone who can be extremely effective around the basket, one of the best leapers and dunkers with a whole lot of speed to boot in the NBA, um, but Tom Thibodeau didn't go that strategy. He played a, a clearly gassed Julius Randle a vast majority of the game. R.J. Barrett uh, nearly saved the Knicks anyways with a 9-for-13 start, but he made just one of his last 11 shots down the stretch, and the Knicks just didn't have enough after back-to-back Barn burners. An undermanned Utah team pushed Dallas more than some of us maybe expected, but the Mavs were able to hold on for a win yesterday. Locked on hosts from both teams join us to get the perspective from both sides. A shorthanded Utah Jazz team headed into Dallas to face the vaunted Kyrie Irving Luka Doncic matchup and ended up in a defensive battle that nobody expected and did fall a bit short, but were impressive. David Locke of Locked On Jazz after the Jazz fall 120 to 116 to the Dallas Mavericks. This was, while high scoring, was actually a defensive battle as both teams' offensive ratings were well below the league average. The Jazz got 33 from Lowry Markinen, but they got standout performances from Taylor Horton Tucker, Chris Dunn, and Damian Jones, who they picked up in the trade at the trade deadline. He had fabulous defensive night helping out the Jazz, who had one of their best defensive outings of the season, trying to slow down the Mavericks offense that has been just ripping apart the league since they added Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic together. Down the stretch, the Jazz just could not make enough plays. A controversial non-call or non-overturn on a Chris Dunn foul of Kyrie Irving ended the night. The Dallas Mavericks get a win against a shorthanded Utah team albeit not a win that instills a lot of confidence. Nick Angstead from the Locked On Mavericks podcast here. And the Dallas Mavericks came into this game. Utah didn't have Walker Kessler, Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton. This team is not wanting to win games. And so the Dallas Mavericks come into this game. They should have dominated from the start. They've been an incredible offense. They did not play great offense in this game. And Tim Hardaway Jr., 24 points off the bench. He got really, really hot until a moment where he hits a three, step back, He's walking back from the three, and he steps on Will Hardy, the coach of the Jazz shoe, and uh, twists his ankle. He stays in the game. But late in the game, Luka Doncic deferred to Kyrie Irving in the fourth quarter. The Mavericks have gone on a couple runs in this game, led by Kyrie Irving, and Kyrie was the one that closed this game out. 33 points for him, 29 points for Luka. The Dallas Mavericks get the win, but not one that really instills a lot of confidence. They have a stretch coming up where we'll see what this Mavericks team is made of. Stephen Curry dropped 40, but the Warriors could not get it together in OKC. Locked on Thunder goes over that big win. Locked on Warriors going over a lot of issues. 
the Oklahoma City Thunder got a massive win over the Golden State Warriors. Now, I don't want to hear anything about the Warriors being a bad road team. They needed this game tonight in OKC, did not get it, even though the Thunder were without their second overall pick in Chet Holmgren, without their third lottery pick in Jalen Williams, they still took care of business, snapping an eight-game losing streak to the Warriors. It was SGA who played well, but Josh Giddy with a career night, a triple-double and 17 assists. This core is special here why on Lockdown Thunder. The Warriors continue to be a tale of two teams, one that's amazing at home and one that is horrendous on the road. I'm Cyrus Sotsas with your Locked On Warriors Locked On Now recap of the defending world champions losing their seventh straight game on the road, falling to the Oklahoma City Thunder 137-128, squandering a magnificent performance by Stephen Curry, who in 35 minutes of play scored 40 points on 10 of 16 shooting from three. When while Clay Thompson, his fellow splash brother, added 23 points and young Jonathan Kaminga scored 21, it wasn't enough, especially on the dif- defensive side of things. And at one point in the game, Draymond Green decided to just stop playing altogether with Steve Kerr saying the team is disjointed and far from showing their championship grit. Locked On Warriors continues tomorrow. Follow the program on Twitter at Locked On Dubs. Coming up, a buzzer beater in Detroit. This is Locked On Game to Game NBA. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Indeed. No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you've got a chance at greatness. So give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner that you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. I like using Indeed because I feel like whenever I apply to a job, the employer gets a full picture of my qualifications and they'll see whether I'm a good fit before we even sit down to have that interview. So start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit. To upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked on, offer valid through March 31st. So go to Indeed.com slash locked on to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions do apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NBA. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. No Giannis, but a return to the starting lineup for Chris Middleton as the Bucks got a win in Orlando last night. Locked On Bucks goes over Middleton's resurgence. Locked On Magic goes over a missed opportunity. The beat rolls on for the Milwaukee Bucks. They handled the Orlando Magic 134 to 123. My name's Kane Pittman. I'm the host of the Locked On Bucks podcast. It was a shorthanded Milwaukee team. No Giannis. No Drew Holiday in this game on the road against the Magic. But the big news and the good news for the Milwaukee Bucks is Chris Middleton made his first start since December 15 and only his eighth start of the entire season. And he looked really damn good. He reached 31 minutes. This is the first time that he has gone above 30 minutes since returning to the lineup. And more than anything, the offense was humming with him on the floor. He finished with 24 points, got to the free throw line for 14 attempts. And this is Chris Middleton at his best. Giannis gets to the free throw line with sheer force. Chris Middleton does it with smarts, guile, using his size, using his length, and uh, really getting to his spots and knocking down jump shots and drawing the contact. Additionally, he had 11 assists in this game. Excellent chemistry with this veteran Bucks team that we know he has played with a lot in the past. Chris Middleton is a major, major key to this team's chances of winning the title, and the Bucks have been taking a very slow but potentially tonight was a nice step in the right direction. Make sure you check out the Locked On Bucks podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. 
This is Philip Rossenreich, the host of Locked on Magic, and the Orlando Magic lose a big opportunity to stay in the play-in chase against an undermanned Milwaukee Bucks team, a game that would have been a stolen win over an undermanned team that's the best in the league. The Orlando Magic fall 134 to 123. This game came down simply to defense, and the Magic had none of it, and that's got to be the core part of this team's identity. Milwaukee was down, guys. They were down two starters just like the Magic were, even potentially even two more important starters, but the Magic just never defended well. And that's been a big thing that's been missing when Wendell Carter is out of the game. The Magic just unable to defend at a high enough level. Mo Wagner's drop is too deep. There is no pain protection. And eventually Orlando is just climbing uphill. And this is just not a team that's able to do that consistently. This is a young team. They got to go through these growing pains. They got to go through these lessons. Milwaukee's a championship team. They play one way no matter who is in. Everybody fills in. And that's something this Magic team has to learn very quickly. A buzzer beater in Detroit as the Wizards got the game winner. Locked on Pistons and locked on Wizards go over that dramatic finish. Sucks to lose another game at the end of the game like this for the Detroit Pistons. Host of Locked on Pistons podcast, Kuka Hill here. The Detroit Pistons fall to a buzzer beater by Daniel Gafford, a put-back lib to lose this game to the Washington Wizards. But within this game, you got a lot of good things to come out of it. Jane Ivey continues to grow as a point guard, continues to grow as a playmaker. He has 13, 12 assists tonight. 26 points, came up with clutch basket, clutch basket, clutch basket in the fourth quarter. And James Wiseman, you continue to see him grow. You continue to see him play better. And the Pistons find better ways to use him. And this game against the Wizards is another perfect example of why the Pistons aren't as far away as some people think they are from taking the next step in the rebuild. Multiple times tonight, through multiple stretches, you saw them running out. Ivy, Wiseman pick and roll with shooters around them and defenders on the wing. If they can get those kind of pieces in the offseason, they don't need to make big moves to take another step. They just need to make sure the lineups make sense. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again from Locked On Wizards. The Washington Wizards win a nail body tonight. A very close win tonight over the Detroit Pistons, 119 to 117. So what won the game for the Wizards? Easy. 79 combined points by the Wizards, solid three of Bradley Bill, Kyle Kuzma, and Christoph Bazingas. Also, uh, Corey Kispert added 16 points off the bench, shooting six for seven from the field, four for five from three point. So this was a very close game considering the Washington Wizards are pushing for a playoff spot and the Detroit Pistons would enter in this game with 15 wins, a really just a lottery team. Now, why was it closer than it should have been? Well, defense was not very good for the Wizards. Paint defense was an issue. Transition defense was an issue. And perimeter defense was an issue. So they look to continue the wins tomorrow night against the Atlanta Hawks at home at 7 o'clock. Appreciate everybody and have a good night. Memphis soldiering on without John Morant and their playoff position is dropping by the day. Locked on Grizzlies goes over last night's loss to the Lakers. The lead for the Memphis Grizzlies for the number two seed in the Western Conference has completely dissipated, uh, essentially virtual tie with the Sacramento Kings as of this recording after a Memphis loss to the Lakers. And it's easy to scapegoat, but let's spread the blame around, shall we? I'm Joe Molinax of Lockdown Grizzlies. Taylor Jenkins as a coach needs to be better in terms of his fourth quarter preparations same story different day another fourth quarter collapse jaron jackson jr not being featured enough offensively players have to make shots desmond bain not a single made three with john morant out that's not really an option for winning dylan brooks taking more shots than desmond bain certainly not ideal a lack of bench production poor defense at times and then of course the absence of john morant 
looms over all of this. So again, it's easy to scapegoat and point at one thing and say that's the reason why the entire Memphis Grizzlies coaching staff and players own this tumble down from the two. 76ers rolled in Minnesota thanks to a monster night from Joel Embiid. Locked on Timberwolves has more on a tough loss at home. The Minnesota Timberwolves had their winning streak snapped by another MVP-like performance from Joel Embiid. I'm Ben Beacon, host of the Lockdown Wolves podcast. The Timberwolves got next to nothing from anyone on their team, not named Anthony Edwards. The Wolves ultimately lost by 23 to the Sixers on Tuesday night at home. Uh, and this is the Sixers team at the tail end of a long road trip, second night of a back-to-back. The Wolves, other than missing Carlton Towns, were healthy. No James Harden for the Sixers. Ant did drop 32 on 5 of 10 from outside the arc, 12 of 24 overall shooting, but it had only one assist. And only two other Timberwolves broke 10 points. No other starter, not named Anthony Edwards, scored more than seven points in this game. In fact, no other starter besides Ant at- shot more than seven times from the field. This was a really lopsided ant only performance for Minnesota. Uh, But I think it was really more about how dominant Joel Embiid was. Gobert couldn't slow him down. Kyle Anderson couldn't slow him down. Double teams from anywhere on the floor couldn't slow him down. And Embiid just simply beat the Wolves. Subscribe to Lockdown Wolves for all things Timberwolves. Mikhail Bridges is proving to be a pretty decent consolation prize for the Nets in that mega deal with Kevin Durant. Lockdown Nets goes over another good performance from Bridges and a Brooklyn win. Doug Norrie locked on Nets coming at you after the Nets take care of business. Once again, they go on the road into Houston, take care of the Rockets, 118 to 96. And the story, once again, is Mikhail Bridges making that Kevin Durant trade a little less painful with his recent run. Bridges has scored 38, 33, and now 30 points over his last three games. He's a 50, 40, 90 guy since coming to Brooklyn, turning the corner on what could be a really, really nice career for the young wing. Anytime you trade away Kevin Durant, you hope to get something back. And they sure did with Mikhail Bridges. Nets have won their third in a row, turning the corner a bit after a losing streak. We are going to be breaking down the game, the recent play of Mikhail Bridges and more over at Locked On Nets. That'll do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NBA. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NBA and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.